So in thinking about distraction, I was like, okay, so like what distraction is good or purposeful? You know, when does that happen? And, you know, I thought about like the ego because I'm like, yeah, like sometimes the ego needs distraction, right? So I just, I wanted to note kind of why distraction serves us sometimes so we can put this into context when we are noticing, are becoming aware of our tendencies to distract ourselves. So distraction can keep us from pain. Distraction can keep us from pain. Humans have a really hard time with pain. I am one of them. It's we can think about it and be like, yeah, like I can get through it. Like I'm okay with pain. I can navigate it. I can do, you know, my practices. But then when it's like literally at your doorstep, you're like, oh no, no, not the pain. However, you know, it's a beautiful thing that our mind's like, nope, we're not going to touch the pain. That's too much. But what our soul knows is that we are being guided through pain to transmute it and transform it into an incredible opportunity for growth. And usually it's just a call to your next level. It's like, hey, it's going to be a little hard, a little hard, but you got to trust us. Take a few steps up. Okay, breathe, breathe, take your time, but you're getting to your next level. And that's usually what it is. Distraction can also be great for avoiding change or the truth. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, we don't like change either. Even though we say, I would love a change. I would love to move across the country and I would love a new job and I would love, and those things might be true. But when it comes to the change actually happening, our minds haven't necessarily accounted for all the change, like the waterfall of change that happens because of one thing changing. There's a lot of other things that could change, maybe you get a new job and it requires more of your time and energy and maybe it affects your relationship with your partner at home. Or maybe you are getting paid more money and your coworkers see you as like, wait, what? Like you're no longer like at our level. Like what does this mean? Like projecting onto you. You know, there's just so much change that happens in the wake of change as well that I don't think we prepare for. And so oftentimes when we are kind of desiring change or there's an impending change, we kind of distract and we might either delay it or like kind of dance around it. And I just want us to notice when we are doing that because there's a why. There is a why underneath. Distraction can also stall what your soul calls you to do. And what your soul calls you to do might feel really big. It might feel really really scary. It's also expansive. You might feel not worthy of it. So you might distract so that you don't actually have to be like, okay, I'm in. Let's do this. Because what does that mean? That means not necessarily that there's no looking back, but it's that energy of like, okay, I'm all in. And that really requires the next level of you, which is a scary thing to confidently welcome into your existence. So we will distract. So if your soul is calling you to break up with your current partner, you know, there's been a lot of red flags and just poor behavior and you're just not happy. You're, you're dimming your light. 
And, you know, instead of actually having a conversation with your partner and being honest about how you're feeling and really taking those next steps to end the relationship, instead, maybe you go out partying with your girlfriends and you get drunk and you forget about it. Or maybe food is something that you use to kind of numb and distract. And maybe you distract yourself by like planning all these things to do together just to make it feel like it's normal. That's really a distraction from the truth of what's really going on. And finally, I thought about distractions as, you know, a way to rebel and assert our autonomy as human beings. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to scroll YouTube and just watch stupid videos. I want to watch Netflix and watch just the craziest, weirdest shows right now and have no one freaking look at me. (laughs) And it's usually in response to like a full day of being focused and working Or maybe I have a hundred emails in my inbox unread and I have so much to do, but I'm just like, fuck, no, (laughs) like just rebelling and being like, I'm my own person. I can do what I want. And it's just a way to like assert my autonomy and, you know, inner rebel of sorts, however mild she is, but it's definitely a way that we use distraction. So there you have it on what do we commonly distract ourselves with and then how might distractions serve us just to put us in the context of noticing. So your ability to notice these behaviors that usually feel like unconscious kind of looping behaviors, whether it's just like standing in the fridge and eating your whole fridge, distracting yourself, or whether it's like incessantly scrolling on YouTube, watching video after video, not really knowing what you're watching, or maybe you are on the dating apps and like saying yes to all these dates and just going out on all these dates and not really keeping track of how you feel, but it just feels good to be out there. Okay. Feels like that looping energy, which is kind of how I would describe or partly describe distraction. So we can notice that behavior and then we can offer or invite in compassion to this behavior and our conscious self can say, okay, I see you. I see this, this behavior, this habit, you know, what's here? Like what, how is this serving you right now? How is this serving your mind or your ego? How is this serving you right now? And ask, asking genuinely, it's not just like, you know, sarcastically, it's like, no, genuinely, like, how is this serving you? Because it must, it must be. And this is a way of just getting more information on what's here. You don't necessarily need to do anything right away. That could be too overwhelming, but we just get more information by getting curious. It's so important to get curious when you're observing your own human behavior, right? I want to give another example of when I was distracted or like choosing distraction. It was an example of when I was avoiding something that I think on a soul level I knew would bring me joy. (laughs) Isn't it crazy? We know something's going to bring us joy and fulfillment on a soul level, but we avoid it. 
Yeah, it's wild. I'm just like kind of in awe of me at times. I'm like, really, 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 you know, this is something calling you forward, but you are avoiding it. This in particular was about our book proposal that we recently wrote. And I think the fear of never having done a book proposal, the fear of never having written a book really kept me on this surface level of staying busy, keeping distracted, rather than actually dropping in and focusing on writing this proposal, which takes a lot of focus, of singular focus, and also a lot of time and space around the writing period so that I could drop in and really get like ooey gooey with my thoughts and reflections and stories. But I was avoiding it. I would go into my email inbox and answer all these emails. I would go into Slack and kind of busy myself there. I would look at my notebook in um in my computer and I would like set up all my to-dos and then I would check off the to-dos. And literally it's like three hours later and I hadn't even done anything for the book proposal, which I had blocked off in my calendar. Oh, you know, like I would go clean the bathroom. I would unload the dishwasher. I would make myself a little lunch and then I would clean it up and then I would do a little laundry. And I'm like, oh, still haven't done the book proposal. (laughs) Still waiting for me. And I just had to look at that. And really, I think for me, it's just taking time for me to trust the call of my soul. And it's taken years, to be honest. You know, there are times when it's so clear and I'm down and I'm ready and I'm there's no friction, but there are some times when the call is so strong. I'm like, oh, what does this mean for me? Does this mean I'm going to change who I am? And does, does this mean I'm going to have to really level up in how I approach things? And, oh, I'm going to be a writer now. What does that mean? Like, am I going to be good? Just all of these looping crazy thoughts come in rather than actually just devoting myself to focus and seeing what comes of it, you know, like placing very little expectation on it, but just devoting myself to deep, deep focus. Maybe you relate, you know? Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.